to Avengers in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Welcome educators to this week's episode of My Adventures in ESL. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about how you can plan for reading growth. I want you to know that it is not too late. Before we jump into today's topic, I want you to reflect on your week. And this year, like I mentioned last episode, we are going to switch it up a little. And I'm going to start asking you a weekly reflection question. Now, after hearing the question, I want you to take a moment to think and jot down your answer. I know that some of you all are listening to this on the go or possibly listening to this on your planning period or in a passing moment. However, I still want you to take a moment to reflect. If you have to record it on an audio on your phone, if you have to jot it down in the notepad in your phone, I just want you to just take a moment and to reflect. Now, here is our weekly reflection question. Are you taking any potential reading activities for your ELLs for granted? Once again, think about that. Are there some potential reading activities that you can be doing for your language learners that you might be overlooking? Think about the week. It can look like your students are really interested in Fortnite. Maybe pull an article about Fortnite from News ELA. So what are some potential reading activities that you are taking for granted? And think about those opportunities for those reading activities and just ask yourself this question. This is the chance for you to think about how you can plan for reading growth in your classroom with your language learners. I know personally when I was coaching, there are many teachers that I coach that got stuck in this trap of planning for their reading growth as a part of test prep. Just to let you in on a secret, I was one of those teachers as well. Now, when instead, this is something that should be constantly done throughout the school year. When I was being coached, this was one of the biggest things that I was being coached on. My coach would say, you know, Millicent, this is something that you should be doing all throughout the school year, not just a couple of months before you take an assessment. I want you to know that there is still time to start planning for reading growth in your classroom. It's not too late. You can start right this moment. Even with testing season knocking at our door, there are some strategies that we all can do right now to prepare our language learners with tools that they can use to grow their reading. It might not feel as if time is on your side, but trust me, there are some simple steps that you can take right now to achieve the reading growth with your language learners. At the beginning of the second semester, as usual, I always kind of feel this sudden rush of, oh my gosh, it's coming to a close. I'm starting to panic. What, thinking about, did I do enough? (laughs) And I just usually had this feeling hovering over me. Like, did you do enough? Did you do enough first semester? And it really started to make me feel overwhelmed. I was thinking about my students' reading scores. And once again, that question was just hovering over me. Am I doing enough this first semester? Now, since it was the second semester, 
I felt like I should only just solely focus on test prep and just hope for the best. And this was a huge part of me that knew that this was the wrong outlook, that this wasn't the way to go. I was just looking for any way I could to make up for some missed time and just felt like I should just cram so much in. And in the end, that really wasn't meaningful for me or the students. I made up in my mind that I was not going to have a pity party for myself or the students. And I decided to take my own advice and use this tried and tried and tried teacher rule that we have. Use your time wisely. <laughs> let me let this sink in. We all have those rules posted and one of them is use your time wisely. And I decided I'm going to take my own advice. I'm going to use my time wisely. A part of this strategy was to focus on key skills that my students needed. And that took me weeding through some lessons. That took me that I had to really think about what I was teaching for the upcoming semester and think about, well, is this something that my students really need? And so you're probably thinking, well, how did you find some of the key skills? One of the things is, is using the common form of assessments that my district um, issues to English language learners, to, you know, general ed students. And that was a really good identifier for me to find out, okay, my students need to learn how to find the main idea. Like main idea is huge. <laughs> my students need to know how to make inferences. And so those skills were jumped out at me, for example, on some of the assessments that they took. So if you're wondering, well, how do I know what my, the key skills that my English language learners need, look at those assessments that your district is having your students take. And if your district is not giving a common informative assessment, you give them a common informative assessment. Look at the standards that you, they are supposed to know that over the school year and create your own common informative assessment. So just to throw that out there for you. Now, after I realized these skills, I started weeding through my lessons and I started to really unpack. And I took out a lot of lessons that I just was putting lessons in just to be putting lessons in. So I really just kind of stripped down to the bare bones of my lessons. And I was really stressed out about pacing. So this was really big for me because I knew that I needed to unpack some of those lessons. And I knew that if I, on top of that, if I was stressed out about pacing, I really needed to strip down. I also just felt this need to be on this exact lesson at a certain point during the week. And after reflecting and honestly, just being really prayerful about it, I decided to let this pacing obsession that I had go. <laughs> I just let it go. I was like, you know what? I need to do what's best for my students right now. And what's best for my students is not rushing through 15 lessons in a week just to say that I am on lesson 10 on week three. Like that was not good for my students. And I knew that. And in the end, I was really happy that I did because it allowed me to be hyper-focused on the reading skills my language learners needed for growth. Another light bulb moment came for me while I was talking with some of my coworkers and the students we realized while we were talking that the students needed exposure to how the reading assessments would look like and how the questions would be answered. This is a really big part. Even though you're not necessarily prepping, the students need to be exposed to how the questions are going to look like, how the questions will be answered, how to answer the questions. 
And so this led me and my coworkers to create weekly do now. Some of you all call it bell work. In that bell work, we did quick check for understanding when the students first started the class. And so those bell work questions mimicked how the tests will look. This was really, really, really beneficial because one, it was not taking any additional time out of my classroom because I already had do nows. Two, the students were exposed at the same time to how the reading assessment will look. In our case, we are a WIDA state, so we had WIDA questions, WIDA type reading questions for our do nows. And then later in the year, we started to create our state assessment type questions for our do nows. So students had constant exposure throughout the school year to how those questions will look. Also, we encouraged our students to do more independent reading. They receive reading incentives and special awards for their independent reading time. This was also time carved in the week. So we also just put some time aside during the week where the students read the books that they wanted to read from our classroom library. So this just gave them more exposure to vocabulary. This gave them more exposure to different background knowledge. It was a really, really, really great thing. And in the end, we do believe that it really helped the students grow on their reading assessment. So I want you to just look at your classroom schedule and evaluate your lesson plans. Think to yourself, are there things that can be removed or slightly adjusted to make more room for my reading lessons? And just think about your current routines and your classroom practices. Plan for ways your students can get exposure to what the reading assessments will look like without taking a whole day to prep for the assessment. So that means just taking five minutes for your bell work or your do now or your exit ticket so the students can get exposure to the reading assessment without you taking a whole class period or a whole week. They just get constant um, exposure throughout the second semester. Also, look into what motivates your language learners. And you can include incentives when you need to get a little push. So my students love field trips. And so one of the incentives last year was that if they met certain uh, criteria, that can mean reading a certain amount of time a day, that mean completing their bell work with an 80% of higher, just different things, whatever your criteria is, then they would get a field trip, a free field trip. And so we got our principal on board. It was just an amazing thing. And they were just so motivated. So just look into what motivates your language learners. And before your students take the assessments, sit down and have a data meeting. A data meeting, and what I mean is you and the students sit down, look at their data, and this provides the students with a clear roadmap of where they need to go so that they can grow. So they know that they are at a level four and they want to get to a level five, and these are the steps that they need to take to get there. So really sit down with your students and have a data meeting. Now, if you are wanting a data binder, you can just go to my teacher pay teacher store my adventures in ESL. I have an amazing student data binder that you can use with your language learners that I use every school year and it is just providing just so much value. So definitely check out my store, My Adventures in ESL on Teacher Pay Teacher, so you can pick up that student data binder that just gives you everything that you need to have those data meetings. So here are your next steps. I want you to take five minutes to answer that reflection question if you have not done so so far and put aside some time to create next steps. Just take 10, 15 minutes just to plan your next steps. 
Second thing I want to really encourage you to do is review your lessons and decide on what special skills you want to focus on this semester. And just incorporate those assessment questions into your daily lessons. They can be the style of the assessment. They can be for your do nows. They can be for your exit tickets. That way the students, when they take the assessment, they're like, oh, you know, I've never seen a question like this before. And the last thing I want you to do is set up the data meetings with your language learners and set goals during their language, during those data meetings with your language learners. That way they know their goals and they know the next steps on how to get there. So I would love to know how you are planning for your reading growth this semester. You can share in our group, My Adventures in ESL on Facebook, or you can just simply drop a comment in our blog or in the comments of our podcast. Once again, thank you for stopping by this week. I hope you have a wonderful week at school. And just remember, above everything else, you got this. And it is never too late to start planning. So once again, thank you. I'm your host, Millie, and I will see you next week. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com, for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learning. See you soon.